Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any other possible future injections, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founder's Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that contains historical documents from the Founder's era. Truly is a treasure for your home, and you can find one today at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy if you would like at www.5daybiblereading.com. Today is day 108. And if this is your first time here, you can absolutely continue from here, go to the end, and then go back to day one and just finish that way up until this episode to finish out. Or you can stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode and let today literally be your first day in starting to read the Bible in a year. Either way, you do not have to wait until January 1st, which is fantastic because, (laughs) frankly, I don't really think we have much time to wait. This is so important for us to be doing this as much as we can, sitting in God's Word. So just so glad that you're here. So today we're going to be reading... 1 Kings chapter 2, 1 Chronicles chapter 29, and Romans chapter 7. 1 Kings chapter 2, David's charge to Solomon. As David's time to die drew near, he charged Solomon, his son, saying, I am going the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and show yourself a man. Keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his ordinances, and his testimonies, according to what is written in the law of Moses, that you may succeed in all that you do and wherever you turn, so that the Lord may carry out his promise, which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons are careful of their way to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Now you also know that Joab, the son of Zeruiah, did what the son of Joab, the son of Jeruiah, I am so sorry, goodness. Let's start that sentence all over again. Now you shall also know what Joab, the son of Zeruiah, did to me, what he did to the two commanders of the armies of Israel, to Abner, the son of Ner, and to Amasa, the son of Jether, whom he killed. He also shed the blood of war in peace, and he put the blood of war on his belt, about his waist, and on his sandals, on his feet." So act according to your wisdom, and do not let his gray hair go down to Sheol in peace, but show kindness to the sons of Berzillai, the Gileadite, and let them be among those who eat at your table, for they assisted me when I fled from Absalom, your brother. Behold, there is with you Shammai, the son of Gera, the Benjamite of Beharim, 
Now it was he who cursed me with a violent curse on the day I went to Mahanaim. But when he came down to me at the Jordan, I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put you to death with the sword. Now, therefore, do not let him go unpunished, for you are a wise man, and you will know what you ought to do to him, and you will bring his gray hair down to Sheol with blood. Death of David. Then David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. The days that David reigned over Israel were forty years. Seven years he reigned in Hebron, and thirty-three years he reigned in Jerusalem. And Solomon sat on the throne of David his father, and his kingdom was firmly established. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggath, came to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, and she said, Do you come peacefully? And he said, Peacefully. Then he said, I have something to say to you. And she said, Speak. So he said, You know that the kingdom was mine, and that all Israel expected me to be king. However, the kingdom has turned about and become my brother's, for it was his from the Lord. Now I am making one request of you. Do not refuse me. And she said to him, Speak. Then he said, Please speak to Solomon the king, for he will not refuse you, that he, that he may give me Abishag the Shunammite as a wife. Bathsheba said, Very well, I will speak to the king for you. Adonijah executed. So Bathsheba went to King Solomon to speak to him for Adonijah, and the king arose to meet her, bowed before her, and sat on his throne. Then he had a throne set for the king's mother, and she sat on his right. Then she said, I am making one small request of you. Do not refuse me. And the king said to her, Ask my mother, for I will not refuse you. So she said, Let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah your brother as a wife. King Solomon answered and said to his mother, and why are you asking Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him also the kingdom, for he is my older brother, even for him, for Abiathar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeruiah. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord, saying, May God do so to me, and more also, if Adonijah has not spoken his, this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord lives, who has established me and set me on the throne of David my father, and who has made me a house as he promised, surely Adonijah shall be put to death today. So King Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and he fell upon him so that he died. Then Abiathar the priest, the king said, Go to Anathoth, to your own field, for you deserve to die. But I will not put you to death at this time, because you carried the ark of the Lord God before my father David, and because you were afflicted in everything with which my father was afflicted. So Solomon dismissed Abiathar from being priest to the Lord in order to fulfill the word of the Lord, which he had spoken concerning the house of Eli in Shiloh. Joab executed. Now the news came to Joab, for Joab had followed Adonijah, although he had not followed Absalom. And Joab fled to the tent of the Lord and took hold of the horns of the altar. It was told King Solomon that Joab had fled to the tent of the Lord, and behold, he is beside the altar. Then Solomon sent Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go fall upon him. So Benaiah came to the tent of the Lord and said to him, Thus the king has said, Come out. But he said, No, for I will die here. And Benaiah brought the king word again, saying, Thus spoke Joab, and thus he answered me. The king said to him, Do as he has spoken, and fall upon him and bury him. 
that you may remove from me and from my father's house the blood which Joab shed without cause. The Lord will return his blood on his own head, because he fell upon two men more righteous and better than he, and killed them with the sword, while my father David did not know it. Abner the son of Ner, commander of the army of Israel, and Amasa the son of Jether, commander of the army of Judah. So shall their blood return on the head of Joab and on the head of his descendants forever, but to David and his descendants and his house and his throne may there be peace from the Lord forever. Then Benaiah the son of Jehoiada went up and fell upon him and put him to death, and he was buried at his own house in the wilderness. The king appointed Benaiah the son of Jehoiada over the army in his place, and the king appointed Zadok the priest in the place of Abiathar. Shammai executed. Now the king sent and called for Shammai and said to him, Build yourself a house in Jerusalem and live there, and do not go out from there to any place. For on the day you go out and cross over the brook Kidron, you will know for certain that you shall surely die. Your blood shall be on your own head. Shammai then said to the king, The word is good, as my lord the king has said, so your servant will do. So Shammai lived in Jerusalem many days. But it came about at the end of three years that two of the servants of Shammai ran away to Ashish, son of Makkah, king of Gath, and they told Shammai, saying, Behold, your servants are in Gath. Then Shammai arose and saddled his donkey and went to Gath to Ashish to look for his servants. And Shammai went and brought his servants from Gath. It was told Solomon that Shammai had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and had returned. So the king sent and called for Shammai and said to him, Did I not make you swear by the Lord and solemnly warn you, saying, You will know for certain that on the day you depart and go anywhere, you shall surely die? And you said to me, The word which I have heard is good. Why then have you kept the oath of the Lord? Have you not kept the oath of the Lord and the command which I have laid on you? The king also said to Shammai, You know all the evil which you acknowledge in your heart, which you did to my father David. Therefore, the Lord shall return your evil on your own head. But King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, and he went out and fell upon him so that he died. Thus the kingdom was established in the hands of Solomon. First Chronicles chapter 29 Offerings for the Temple Then King David said to the entire assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is still young and inexperienced, and the work is great. For the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now, with all my ability, I have provided for the house of my God the gold for the things of gold, and the silver for the things of silver, and the bronze for the things of bronze, the iron for the things of iron, and the wood for the things of wood, onyx stones and inlaid stones, stones of antimony and stones of various colors and all kinds of precious stones and alabaster in abundance. Moreover, in my delight in the house of my God, the treasure I have of gold and silver, I give to the house of my God over and above all that I have already provided for the holy temple, namely 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the buildings, of gold for the things of gold, and of silver for the things of silver, that is, for all the work done by the craftsman, who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord, 
Then the rulers of the father's households and the princes of the tribes of Israel and the commanders of thousands and of hundreds with the overseers, the king's work offered willingly. And for the service for the house of God, they gave 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold and 10,000 talents of silver and 18,000 talents of brass and 100,000 talents of iron. Whoever possessed precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord in care of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced because they had offered so willingly, for they made their offering to the Lord with a whole heart, and King David also rejoiced greatly. David's Prayer So David blessed the Lord in the sight of all the assembly, and David said, Blessed are you, O Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty, indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth. Yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer as generously as this? For all things come from you, and from your hand we have given you. For we are sojourners before you and tenants, as all our fathers were. Our days on the earth are like a shadow, and there is no hope. O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided to build you a house for your holy name, it is from your hand, and all is yours. Since I know, O my God, that you try the heart and delight in uprightness, I, in the integrity of my heart, have willingly offered all these things. So now with joy I have seen your people, who are present here, make their offerings willingly to you. O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, preserve this forever in the intentions of the heart of your people and direct their heart to you and give to my son Solomon a perfect heart to keep your commandments, your testimonies and your statutes and to do them all and to build the temple for which I have made provision. Then David said to all the assembly, now bless the Lord your God and all the assembly bless the Lord the God of their fathers, and bowed low and did homage to the Lord and to the king. Sacrifices. On the next day they made sacrifices to the Lord and offered burnt offerings to the Lord, 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, and 1,000 lambs, with their drink offerings and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. So they ate and drank that day before the Lord with great gladness. Solomon again made king. And they made Solomon, the son of David, king a second time, and they anointed him as ruler for the Lord and Zadok as priest. Then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king instead of David, his father, and he prospered and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials, the mighty men, and also the sons of King David pledged allegiance to King Solomon. The Lord highly exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel and bestowed on him royal majesty, which had not been on any king before him in Israel. Now David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. The period which he reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned in Hebron seven years and in Jerusalem 33 years. Death of David. Then he died in a ripe old age, full of days, riches and honor, and his son Solomon reigned in his place. Now the acts of King David from first to last are written in the chronicles of Samuel the seer, in the chronicles of Nathan the prophet, and in the chronicles of Gad the seer. 
all his reign, his power, and the circumstances which came on him, on Israel, and on all the kingdoms of the lands. Romans chapter 7, Believers United to Christ. Or do you not know, brethren, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has jurisdiction over a person as long as he lives? For the, un- for the married woman is bound by law to her husband while he is living, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law concerning the husband. So then, if while her husband is living, she is joined to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law, so that she is not an adulteress, though she is joined to another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also were made to die to the law through the body of Christ, so that you might be joined to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For while we were in the flesh, the sinful passions, which were aroused by the law, were at work in the members of our body to bear fruit for death. But now we have been released from the law, having died to that by which we were bound, so that we serve in newness of the spirit and not in oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? May it never be. On the contrary, I would not have come to know sin except through the law, for I would not have known about coveting if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity through the commandment, produced in me coveting of every kind, for apart from the law sin is dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin became alive, and I died. And this commandment, which was to which was to result in life, proved to result in death for me. For sin, taking an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Therefore did that which is good become a cause of death for me. May it never be. Rather it was sin, in order that it might be shown to be sin, by effecting my death through that which is good, so that through the commandment, sin would become utterly sinful. The conflict of two natures. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh, for the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good, for I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man, but I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
So then, on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. And those are our readings today. I am probably going to reread this Romans chapter 7. A lot of wisdom in there for sure. So that that is definitely something um, that I have not read about in this way before. So I, I, I want to reread that for sure. And so now Solomon is king. He is king and the temple will be built. So that is exciting. Let's go ahead and say our prayer to wrap up today. Dear Lord, thank you again for another time that we may sit in your presence and your word that we can just be in this moment with you and to let whatever we are supposed to reflect on, learn from, discover, just to let that move through us by you, for you, with you. What an amazing opportunity and gift. Thank you, Lord. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please continue to share this podcast so that we can be messengers of empowerment together, that we can give people hope, that we can strengthen our faith, and that we can practice courage. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.